Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East Side Hope. Wouldn't know my name. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, you know? Your ass better call somebody. Oh, you better call somebody. Oh, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's a fantasy football hustler. We're bringing you FNT. And as always, we're here with Bogart Scott Free. Yes, and always with me is the Fat Cat Supreme. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, it's the dawn of a new day, dawn of a new era. Last day for FNT being on five days a week. Man, we did it. So we got a minus maybe one day when I was sick, one day for going to Disneyland. We did this like 110 days throughout the season. I went back and looked it up. Nice. Over I mean, most people, most people, <laughs> how about this? When I did the hundredth episode of the real fantasy playmakers, it was damn near two years, which is on par with like basically an episode a week for two years. You know what I mean? Cause that's like 104, right? There's 52 weeks, right? Yep. Yeah. But like, you know, this, I love doing this daily. And then, I mean, it's only right that we, scale it back for the for you know and probably maybe around june we go back to three a week and then you know what i mean um uh, august maybe we're back to the five a week you know what i mean yeah definitely by august we'll be back up to it because that's when news is coming every day but we're mostly just bullshitting you know a couple days out of the week while we're doing this because it's not that much news just like today not really much news the only news that we got is uh daryl henderson getting activated gonna be active for the super bowl Right. And you know, it's funny. He was always just Daryl Henderson. He was, you know, I mean, because, you know, it's like, you know, any other Daryl. Well, I mean, I guess double barrel Daryl, the only double barrel Daryl, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's just regular Daryl, Daryl Henderson. We could call him Daryl with a Y. I used to call him um, uh, Harry and the Hendersons, but people just got confused all the time. <laughs> they don't they don't understand the reference <laughs> i did go back and watch some um the very first episode that we did of fnt i, yeah. I mean obviously we've gotten better but one thing that was super funny it was the premiere of the cedric haywister wilson nickname and it's yeah. funny because like you got it you didn't get it at first you were like yeah 
And you're like, yeah, he is a menace. <laughs> yeah. Well, because then I, I realized the reference. You know what I yeah. mean? And, like, I think the, the, that being a menace was, like, because, like, he was the third party that would slot in. You know what I mean? Well, I thought it was just he's a menace, Dennis the menace, you know. Yeah, 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 I know. But, then, then, you know, there's those multi-layers here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it yeah. was the first time that everybody found out that OBJ is questionable in life. Yes. <laughs> and then I reverse jinxed his career. He made it all the way to the Super Bowl from being questionable in life before week one of the Super Bowl. I mean, the only one game had played when we did that uh, that episode. It was just the Thursday game, the Bucks and the Cowboys game. And you know there's a good possibility. I know he's OBJ. But there was a good possibility that if Robert Woods doesn't get hurt that week, OBJ is just doing Van Jefferson things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just the third look. Yeah. Because, like, you know what I mean? They might not have even got him. Let's be real. If Woods doesn't go down, do they even try to go get a guy like OBJ? I mean, no, no, no. They got OBJ, and then they're about to kill it with three wide sets like they did with Brandon Cooks and Woods and No, don't you remember? No, he got hurt three days after he showed up. OBJ, the trade happens on a on a Sunday. He shows up on a Tuesday and by that Friday Robert Woods had a torn ACL. Okay. It I mean, all happened in like the, the same five days. I'll trust your memory on that because I swore it was like Woods gets hurt in practice, no. but they don't but they don't say what it is. And then it like it all it all came crash. No, so and so they traded they traded for OBJ. Then the, the Woods injury happens Thursday. We're covering it. They're like, because he didn't practice. I mean, he wasn't out there in a practice report, and it said that you know he has an injury, some type of injury. And we're like, what? Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then we find out it was an ACL, and it was like, I remember you know Sean McVay just had like some clairvoyance or something, bro. More yeah. likely, they're just trying to do what they did all all season this year was trade for Matt Stafford, trade for OBJ, trade for Von Miller. Like they were just making these a trade for Sony Michelle. You know, at the beginning of the year, they're just this was just par for the course. So whether they whether Robert Woods got hurt or not, or say he got hurt before they they traded for OBJ, like it would have happened somehow. They would have got somebody. Let's shout out everyone in the chat. What up, Ronald? He said, Hustler, and now the former champion, the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't tripping, bro. I'll be back. What up, Zeb? It's going on. Let's spark up the trees. Yeah, Antonio said, what up, what up? I'm already drunk. Happy Friday, motherfucker. I like it. Yeah. What is this? Five o'clock over there? All right. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure he was drunk before five. I got a studio session at four, so I'm, I'm, and you know, I mean, I'm gonna be in there for a cool minute, so I'm getting faded. Yeah, and Zeb said, "Where are you guys watching the big game? Right here. I'm gonna be here streaming it. We're we're gonna be here chopping it up, smoking yeah. big, and doing the giveaways." Yeah, I'm not. This this uh, Super Bowl, I have no interest in going to any parties or anything like that. I have no horse in this race outside of like putting some money on some shit, whatnot. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, so I'm just watching at the crib. I'm getting fucked up at the crib. Yeah, and Antonio said, time for some drunk trades. Hustler, what you trading for TJ Watt? Man, I'd, I'd trade. 
I, I trade the 201 draft pick. And well, I guess it depends on what league we're talking because I forgot we're in multiple leagues. But uh, TJ Watt is someone uh, I, I'd give up a lot to get TJ Watt. That's for sure. He started. He started with I, I got the 201. Ah! <laughs> what? But you don't even know why. You don't even know why that's relevant. No, I'm just saying it's that's funny only- because. It's well, funny that's, because that's where you start with them. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking TJ Watt. You know what I'm <laughs> At first, I was thinking, I was like, wait a second. Hustler wouldn't trade away TJ Watt. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, so he's trying to sell him. Well, that's what Antonio said. He's trying trying to rebuild his team right now. What? <laughs> I would, hey, Antonio, do what you do, but I would wait. Because watch when they get some type of significant quarterback. Actually, bro, it don't matter who it is. That's an upgrade over Big Ben and Rudolph, the racist reindeer. All right, and everybody everybody remembers your version. Steven said, now they signed OBJ before the Woods incident, or at least before they announced it. It was all at the same time. And uh, Facebook user, make sure you hop over to YouTube because we can't see your name. He said, no, OBJ got cut by the Browns. Yeah, my fault. I might have said traded. You know what I meant. Yeah, because uh, he got the old heave-ho. It's all good, Facebook user. <laughs> <laughs> if that is your real name. Yeah, and LS Photography said, uh, Taco Sal Pastor, what up, bro? Thanks for getting in on the squares. We're, we're doing the numbers uh, tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific, if you guys don't know. And Ronald said, Hustler, you cannot negotiate live. <laughs> hey, Antonio almost got me going there. All right. Let's see. We're going to talk about the awards, the NFL awards. We'll critique them. We'll, we'll see if they're worth talking shit about or not. I just got them in the order. I don't know if this is the order that they got announced or whatever, but it's starting off with the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. Do you know any of these award winners? Um, I mean, it was on in the background, but you know, I got hella kids everywhere, bro, and I'm plotting world domination, so it's kind of just like in the background. So it's a no. Okay, so take your guess. Who was the rookie of the year? The Pepsi rookie of the year. Give me Jamar Chase for 500. Very easy. Very easy. Here's another easy one. AP defensive player of the year. AP, does that stand for all pro? Uh, no, it stands for Associated Press. Okay, because also that's okay. It's for vote. It, it's all the it's all the the Associated Press who's yeah. voting on this one. Okay, okay, and, and this is defensive again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, give me T.J. Watt. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, this one, I, this one's a little bit of a tougher one. You got you got to think outside the scope a little okay. bit on this one. The best moment of the year. Gotta, oh, gotta, man, gotta, don't fucking tell me it's that goddamn kick that shouldn't have like even counted. <laughs> the fucking sixty-six yard record. Hey, listen, I bet for anything. Even that motherfucker knows he got lucky. He hit the crossbar, and yeah. the timing was off uh, with the referees and the clock. The clock hits triple zeros, and then they, they haven't even snapped the ball yet. Yeah. Should have been game over, and the Ra- and the Ravens should have been upset by the Lions. Well, that but shouldn't you, have never even been a great moment at all. But you know that the clock is uh, uh, known to be off by a second or two, right? It's not. That's not even the official clock. What we see, 
It don't fucking matter, bro. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It All doesn't right. fucking matter. Here we go. I mean, a lot a lot of these are kind of easy. So I'm gonna I'm I'm you're three for three. But so, that one see that one is because that was like a record. Like I would yeah. I was that, gonna that say it's not that I was gonna go to Tom Brady most uh passing yards of in history. Like I think that was like week 17, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, so this one, it was a Bridgestone best moment of the year. So this one, you know, the Bridgestone tires or whatever. Oh, yeah. I think that there's a couple in here where it's like someone's just advertising it and maybe they get to pick the moment or something. Who the hell knows? Next one, AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Okay. Damn, it's it's either JT or Cup. You know what? We're going triple crown. Give me triple crown cup. Offensive rookie of the oh, year. Oh, they said player of the year. <laughs> okay. Damn. Okay. I'm probably going to be wrong about this. Get that buzzer ready. I'm probably wrong. Give me Matt Jones. <clears throat> ah. Offensive rookie. Hmm. Okay. You're just thinking too hard about this. Ah. Definitely it's 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 Chase. Oh, didn't I just say to answer that already? That was the Pepsi Rookie of the Year. This one was the <laughs> AP offense. This was the AP Offensive Rookie. Oh of the man, year. where was? The, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I deserved all those buzzers. So here we go. How about the AP Offensive Player of the Year? Uh give me the triple. It's got to be Triple Crown Cup here. All right, how about the AP Defensive Player of the Year? A, no, no, no. AP Defensive Rookie of the oh, Year. Oh, okay, yeah. It's Micah Parsons. It's, it's yeah, for sure. Not even close. Yeah. AP Comeback Player of the Year. Oh. Uh, it's got to be Mighty Joe Young. He's in a super, He's in a Super Bowl. He's in a goddamn Super Bowl. Hey, was he swagged out? Did you watch it at all? I didn't, no. Okay. <coughs> I right. swear it was on, and then at one point, it was it was goddamn Ryan's Toy Review. Yeah. My son, you'll just see us on the TV. Oh, Ryan's Toy Review. Man. And he doesn't even want to watch it. He just wants it on. And then it's <laughs> funny because I realized that I think if you close your eyes, Ryan from Ryan's Toy Review is the do- the voice doppelganger for uh what's hot Miley Cyrus? Oh man, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. They sound exactly the same, bro. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, I only left this question in there because I know you know the coaches, okay? Okay. And I'll give you a little hint if you get uh, if you get the first uh, one wrong. Okay, AP. Assistant coach of the year. And, here, and, well, and here's the hint that I'll give you first. Don't just think assistant coach because it could be a DC or an OC as well. Someone who's heavily involved in just like the management of the team. Huh. Damn. Give me Rich Basaccia. Ah, <laughs> what team was that? I don't even know who the fuck. The Raiders. Right. He was the Raiders special teams coach that took over as the interim and then went to the goddamn playoffs. Okay. Nope. Okay. Well, I gave you the hint about the OC or the DC Give as a Dan win. Quinn. 
<laughs> I was gonna go with Dan Quinn first, but I thought I thought you were using that as a throw off more than a hint. And I was like, he's he's probably trying to elude me to to, to the DCOC and not special teams. Give me Versace. <laughs> no, and Ronald he said, who the fuck cares about the assistant coach of the year? I only did it because it's Dan Quinn. We got a lot of people who follow the Cowboys, and the speculation that we've had on this show is Mike McCarthy potentially gets fired, and Dan Quinn maybe steps into the head coaching job. Listen, so bro, you didn't read, you didn't hear? Mike McCarthy's been missing for the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same? Uh, is it like an Ace Ventura went hiking and a hiker missing since Friday? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh man, the best water boy of the year. Definitely Bobby Boucher. Yeah, that's like the only, I, I don't think they have water boys after him. It was just, that was, he took the cake. Yeah, every year. doesn't even matter. Mama, All right. Mama said it. There's two answers to this one, okay? It's the FedEx Air and Ground Players of the Year. So pretty much one QB, one running back here. Oh, okay, because sometimes the air is also like receivers. Well, I, that's why I made sure yeah. just to tell you. A key, okay. It's a QB and a running back. Okay. Damn, they gotta give Tom Brady something here, cause I, I, I know Aaron Rodgers got MVP. I know that, cause I saw the McAfee. I mean, we've been Brady. talking about that for weeks that he was. Yeah, but I'm like, but I'm like, they don't. They they have to give him something. Would they give him this FedEx? So I'm I'm gonna say Tom Brady, and then um, God, it's gotta be my man Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Killed it. I mean, yeah. They got to give Brady something. Well, and I mean, Brady did have the best, I mean, statistical, like, year for a QB. I mean, he had the most yards. I, I mean, I know he was I mean, he set all the records. He, It's almost like he was like, I want to make sure when I leave, I have all the records. Because he has all of them now. Most passing yards, most passing touchdowns, most completions, highest <laughs> most- most playoff interceptions. Most playoff interceptions. Most playoff appearances. Most playoff pass attempts to get those most playoff. You know what he's bad at is his touchdown. What up, Devin? What up, what, Devin? He's what? bad in the touchdown department when it comes to uh, playoffs. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's. I mean, that's probably way closer, you know, than, I mean, his, his regular season TD to interception ratio. I'm sure that the playoffs one is way I mean, how many look okay before Tampa Bay, his other Super Bowl, he didn't throw a touchdown. Right. Yeah. Right. And Ronald said public service announcement, bet on orange Gatorade. Okay. So I agree with that, especially if it's the Bengals, because so on pardon my take, we we love Barstool. I love listening to those guys. They always ask the most obscure shit. So you get a lot of insight into these guys. They had Sam Hubbard on the joint like a week ago. And they were asking him, they were like, hey, so uh, what color Gatorade do you guys have at, uh, at your games? You got you guys rocking the old school red? You guys rock orange? Like, what do you, what do you usually do? And he's like, then for like, for no reason at all, you know, we're just, we're just asking what's your normal, what's your normal game routine? And uh, then he just starts cracking up and he said, they always rock orange. They always have orange Gatorade. Orange oh. is delicious. <laughs> and then, okay. First of all, I think red is like my least favorite. Like orange, yeah. 
And Ronald said, uh, it's never red, and I think it's because red stains shit. I mean, red, I've actually thrown up from chugging red Gatorade before. I don't know what, I mean, I know you're not really supposed to chug Gatorade either. That's too many electrolytes, bro. It's too much. It's too much. (laughs) (laughs) I know, Zeb, orange or cool blue. Like, cool blue was actually my favorite, but I never see blue Gatorade. Like I never, I never see it getting dumped on at the Super Bowl. It's like hey, never I blue. Lie. I have a history in my life of loving drinking blue things because I always, always wanted to drink the Windex. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks so good, like a good blue, like a good blue soda, bro. <laughs> All right, this one I feel is pretty easy because we've been talking about this one for a while. The AP coach of the year. Oh, man. It's got to be Vrabel. I mean, I would say Zach Taylor, but it's got to be Vrabel because, like, he lost his star guy. You know what I mean? It's Vrabel. We already know. We've been talking about that. There's no way that he shouldn't get it. I mean. He'll probably beat everyone up if he wasn't it. He'd probably, like. (laughs) Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers getting the, uh, you know, the MVP. We We already knew. That is going to be him. So, I mean, spoiler alert, been talking about it for weeks. He didn't get it because he had the best statistical season. He got it because he finished, like, number one in the league. Like well, well, num- You're talking about uh, Rodgers, right? Uh, yeah, what did I say? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was just missing. I just wanted to make sure I was understanding. Yeah, Rodgers yeah. Rogers may, may not have. I mean, st- st- statistically, it was righty this year, but. The fact that Rodgers led the number one team all fucking year pretty much. I mean, like, they were like 1A or 1B in certain people's eyes until they went. I mean, because they lost to the Saints week one. But then once they beat Arizona, it was like they were literally the best team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. And then they lost. Then then, uh, the rest of the way, they only lost on account of. They lost on account of Rodgers having COVID. So they lost to the Chiefs. Uh-huh. So we still haven't seen Mahomes versus uh Rogers. We might not ever. Oh, the dough is around. What up, bro? We haven't seen what, you in a minute. What up? Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Going back to the Gatorade though, bro. Powerade <laughs> is the shit. And Powerade, well, I mean, I know it's not always blue, but I just remember always having it's blue. Just, that's that's the only one that matters. If they make other Powerades, I'd say they're liars. <laughs> There's only one Powerade. It's only one flavor. And it's fucking delicious. Uh-oh. Here we go. Zeb with his prediction. He said, Rams win blue um, Gatorade. And then if the Bengals win orange, makes sense. I don't know if the Rams drink blue Gatorade, though. I don't I mean, they might drink yellow. Yeah. What if that motherfucker is green? Because that's yellow and blue mixed together, man. That'd be insane. <laughs> and Ronald said that the Eagles did yellow. I believe it. You know what? Um, the Eagles also like, you know, they're insane people. They eat like horse feces, uh, horse feces, <laughs> man. The does out here hustling, man said, working three jobs, bro. I've been missing everything. Keep on grinding, man. Hey Keep man, get grinding. the bag. You feel me? Shout yeah. out to, shout out to, uh, shout out to breath. Yeah. He working three yabos, man. I got, I got four kids and, and, and a yabo. That shit is fuck, and then the girl, and then a a crazy fiance to boot. <laughs> this shit is like I, and listen, it's full time. It's full time job <laughs> times three. I can't wait. I love it when everybody's asleep at night because then I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to do nothing. It's just quiet. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, whoa. <laughs> and it's funny, during this show is when it gets the most quiet because this is when uh, when babies start falling asleep for you, huh? Yeah. I mean, well, ever since we changed the schedule, it's been hella hectic. I ain't gonna lie. It, it's been, like, I haven't been able to adjust at all. But today, my girl's off on Fridays. So I was doing my thing earlier, and she had the baby, and so she just has no remnants of the schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it kind of helped. It kind of worked out because now I put her to sleep. Yeah. All right. We got two more categories here because we already know that Aaron Rodgers uh, got the MVP. I mean, we we already knew that that was coming. We've been talking about this forever. Did you see his speech? I got to go and watch this. I want to see if there's any hidden gems for us. It looked like Darren Rodgers out there, like from the picture that I saw. He looked very hippie. I, I did see a there. picture. He looked greasy. <laughs> he looked like he hadn't showered. <laughs> I'm serious, though. That's like Yeah, it was a, just a weird look in his hair that we never see. Had it all long and everything. All right, bro. Remember, you know who was growing their hair out for a while? No one knew what the fuck that motherfucker was doing. But uh, Bruce Jenner, bro. Bruce Jenner. <laughs> for, for like about two, three years, everyone's seen him. He had long ass hair. Like, the fuck is he doing? They came in like, listen, I'm about to be a woman. <laughs> is that what we're going to see? He's turning nah, from, from Darren Rodgers to Karen Rodgers. He can still be <laughs> the Aaron. Transformation is happening. Hold on, hold on. Aaron is a unisex name. Not A-A-R-O-N. You'd have to change it to like E-R-I-N. I think that's the way that a lot of girls spell it. Did did Ellen... Oh, never mind. I was going to say, did Ellen DeGeneres change her name? But that's Ellen, not Aaron. <laughs> there, I digress. Maybe she was initially Aaron and changed it to Ellen. Mm. See, then I would argue, why don't you just keep it Aaron? Just change it up. <laughs> right? And then Zeb said Karen Rogers is like an old hippie dude straight from Woodstock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or or Karen Rogers is like a fucking racist bitch. <laughs> have you seen have you seen the meme of him and like they gave him like short blonde hair, like a wig? Like, oh yeah, he definitely looks like a Karen. Damn. Hey, they gotta stop doing my mans like that though. Aaron Rodgers is from the Bay, bro. He ain't <laughs> he ain't no racist cat, bro. <laughs> And Ronald, I do feel bad for the people who are already named Karen. And you know what? I, I told J, I told JC Money that I was going to stop saying Karen because he said his mom's name is Karen, and she gets super offended when she hears that shit. <laughs> I mean, if listen, man, it's like okay, if if I was black, I could never name my black son Tom. <laughs> okay. Because he'd be the Uncle Tom. Exactly. You know, because and not that he was, but it's just it, it's just like when Washington named themselves the com, the the uh, the comrades or what what is it? Commanders. Yeah, commanders. Right, commanders, commies, comrades, communists. Hey, tomato, tomato. See what I did there? You gotta watch oh. out what you name your kids. <laughs> <laughs> you can't name your kids like. See, hold on. This is why I like hippies, though, because hippies, they'll just name their kids some other shit like River Phoenix. Damn it. Zeb says, wait, I know a black Tom. And I was just, that made me think of uh, of uh, of the hangover. And he was like, no, not white Doug, black Doug. And Mike, uh, he's like, hey, man, Kulu with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but, but, but that's how you designate. You know what's funny is growing up, everybody has nicknames. So if you had multiple Ryans in your crew, you know what I'm saying? You probably like we had Brown Ryan and White Ryan. You know what I mean? Because White Ryan like you, was white. Like you remember the Wayne's brothers? They had White Mike. White Mike. That, <laughs> that's why. I mean, it's not like 
you know, I mean, only you knew that was the reference when we, when we had the the legendary White Mike starting QB <laughs> of the Jets. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, because they fucking <laughs> White Mike. <laughs> Man, that was such a good character too, right? That was Marlon. That was Marlon's homie. Yeah, well, he was such a good character. He got a, he got a show. I mean, it wasn't a spinoff show or anything, but remember, he ended up having the show where he was like the teacher or some shit on WB. Yeah. Hey, WB was funny, bro, because like they they were uh they were actually like really ahead of their time. They kind of saw what Fox was doing, and then when Fox kind of strayed away from it, remember early years of Fox, they were, you know, they're like, okay, black shows, black, you know comedy black you know what i mean just color it up and yeah. then they kind of went away from that and they then fucked, they fucked up because wasn't in living color and like yeah they started canceling world all and all that shit. uh there was another one called the dirty dozen or not the yeah. dirty dozen. it was a that was a skit on in living color there was one it was john lake wasamo he john lake wasamo had his own sketch comedy show it came on right before in living color I don't even fucking remember that. You don't remember that, huh? It's no. really throwback. And then they did everything, all the Hispanic stereotypical funny ass shit. While meanwhile, you know, Living Color did all the black shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but then WB, WB was like, okay, there's a white audience market that will eat up our black shows. You know what I mean? So then I mean shit. And, and you, UPN, hold on. UPN was the first let me my bad after fox it was upn then it was i don't know if people even know what upn was that was like long it was like i mean that was you can't even explain like what type of channel it was because it was like public service announcement first and then somehow they got wwf smackdown and shit mm-hmm. like at yeah, all and they had moesha they had the uh what was the fat girl the one that everybody hates now monica <laughs> or no, uh, monique Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 parks, the Parsons. Yeah, the Parkers. There you go. Parkers. There we go. Parkers. They had uh, Eddie. Uh, they had Eddie Griffin and dude Theo from Cosby. What was what's it? What uh, Malcolm and yeah. Malcolm and Eddie? That's what the Malcolm show. Malcolm and Eddie. Literally just their first names. Malcolm and Eddie. Like they had a grip of um, you know what I mean? But but it was more tailored towards. A white audience because yeah. they were black people like you know like in suburban settings you know what i mean was house of buggin was that uh was that john linguizamo there is it is house of but but is it buggin uh but buggin with no g b-u-g-g-i-n that's what uh ronald yeah, said yeah 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 and yeah, he said that that was the I show was on bunions was it bunions or buggins yeah but it was a it, it was definitely on Fox, and it only lasted a season, and that motherfucker was hella funny, bro. Like, Peacock I in the house, what up, bro? Grade. I was in the third grade, and you know when you're, when you're that young, you watch inappropriate shit, you know what I mean? That was super inappropriate. That and in Living Color, you know what I mean? Yeah. For a little, for a little kid. Damn, and Ronald said 57 uh, in Philly, 57 became UPN. I don't even know what the fuck it is now. It was Channel 13 here in San Diego. Yeah, over here it was Channel 12. On the A, that was when you had the A and B side of cable. So yeah. you could have UPN and not have cable. You know what I mean? Yeah. U, UPN was like out in the Bay Area, it was like local channel 44. Yeah. We used to have them joints where like 
every morning they would show a commercial for 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 Cron 44. It would have a dog. They would always have like various dogs. Just like and I just remember if you ever woke up at three o'clock in the morning and left your TV on on UPN, it would be some pastor or some church ceremony or something. Oh, you know, some television like, evangelist. <laughs> yep. Man, and the dough throwing it back with the Steve Harvey show. Hell yeah, that show was a classic. Him and Cedric on there. Damn, and Zeb said, you guys remember Bernie Mac on Bad Santa? Missed that guy. And Bernie Mac had his show, the Bernie Mac show. I mean, that was fire. Oh, okay. Peacock said, but those were the stand-up specials. So uh, John Leguizamo had a freak in Spice-O-Rama. Yeah, John Leguizamo is crazy. And uh, JC Money smoked that whole cig in one puff. <laughs> and Ronald said, remember when all TV turned off at 1230? No, I don't. I don't. I, I think that might have been just a little bit, a little bit before my time. Because uh, I remember like, I mean, I know some channels used to turn off like randomly. Well, not randomly, but, you know, I just didn't have any TV shows from like 12 to 6 in the morning or some shit. Yeah, like, I mean, because before, I mean, it would be like you turn on the motherfucker. Uh-oh, bogey in the matrix. Uh-oh, right as soon as he's about to start talking. And Ronald said at 12.30, all TV would go static. Oh, man. And what was the last year you remember that happening? Aunt Wanda, yeah. <laughs> bogey in the matrix. You know it's never a good show until we get bogey in the matrix. So let's go ahead and smoke this bowl until he gets back. And uh, we got we got two more awards to talk about and then we're going to talk about uh the 2022 hall of fame class yeah and ronald said the idea of the 24-hour tv came around in the 90s and so i was born in 86 so that's why i really don't remember um that's why i really don't remember the time of uh every literally every single channel going static in the middle of the night oh you're talking about the poltergeist snow yeah, and uh, yeah, Ronald said it was in the 80s, and then the 90s was when the 24-hour TV started coming around because they realized how much money they were missing out on. I mean, uh, Jog, okay, public, I mean, PBS, right? Yeah. Public Service Broadcast Channel, right? They used to have all kind of crazy shit, bro. They had, they had Mr. Bean. First of all, they had, like, Reading Rainbow and all that shit, you know, Sesame Street. You feel the me? Magic right? School Bus was on there too. Magic right? School Bus, uh, uh, Carmen San Diego. Yeah, they had all kind of shit, right? But then they also had like this hour, or maybe it was more than an hour, but they would show these British, these BBC shows. They had Mr. Bean, who was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like as a kid with no cable, you know, you're forced to watch these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that shit was fucking hilarious. Then they had a show that came on right after it called Are You Being Served? And it was a show about like a train station, but it was also like slash hotel. And like, so they would always have, like they had these reoccurring characters that like stayed at the hotel. And there was this rich bitch and she would always, she would come downstairs and be like, hello, did you guys wash my pussy? Did you guys dry my pussy in front of the fire? But she was referring to her pussy cat. But that it was just like hilarious because she would always find ways to reference her pussy. But she was talking about her pussy cat. <laughs> 
You know and so mean? this was also like British shit that was on PBS. I, I, was, I do not remember. This, I remember Mr. Bean. Called, it was called Are You Being Served? And it came on right after Mr. Bean. And like Mr. Bean was just hella funny because it was just this weird guy. He's doing regular shit, but he does it like out of this world. Like he was going to paint his room one time. So then like instead of like moving everything out of the room, he, he wraps everything in the room in newspaper. So like you look at his fruit bowl. It has like, you know, the bananas and everything's individually wrapped, you know what I mean? And then instead of painting, he puts dynamite in the fucking paint can and then he fucking leaves the room, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like this guy does, like, and he, he does, it's like silent comedy, you know what I mean? He, yeah. He doesn't talk, really. He's just, oh, 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 like he has like little, but he's just by himself all the time. And it's hilarious, bro. It was what so up, good dude? that Susan they ended up making a movie about him and no uh, one got... Everyone was like, what the fuck is Mr. Bean? But if you knew who Mr. Bean was, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right, before we get back into it, uh, because we got two more awards for you to guess, and then we're going to talk about the 2022 Hall of Fame class real quick. And before we do that, Adam says predictions. I Okay, just outright prediction? Yeah, Bengals cover the spread for me, and I think they outright win it. I think it's going to be 34 to 31. That's what you say? Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 24-21. You could flip flop the score, 24-21, whichever team. I just have the Bengals winning. I mean, the Bengals with the Bengals covering, and it's gonna be 24 to 21. I like the under. And if it's the Rams 24-21, so be it. Vice versa, so be it. I just think it's gonna be a field goal game, and the under is in play. And I'm taking, I am putting money on the Bengals and parlaying that with the under. That's one of my things that I've already set in stone and I've already put money down on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, who's to say I might fuck around and, and you know what I mean? Do take the under and parlay it with the Rams money line, which isn't that much. But if you parlay with the under, you get a little something more. And I might be able to do that. You, you never know. I just, I, I don't know how I feel exactly yet. I just do like the Rams. I, I, it's hard to get away from what everybody's been yelling all week. And, and, and it annoys me, too, when people, they say it like it's something nobody knows. Like, bro, that offensive line, man, it was, it's not good, bro. You didn't know that? Like, yeah, I'm fully aware of that. You know what I mean? But it's not like you can't scheme. And I'm sure that the Bengals know that, too. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, I mean, you, you have, that's why you have a hot read. That <laughs> ball is coming out quick. Somebody yeah. is going to pay dearly. You know what I mean? And Adam said, I think the Bengals D uh, has a big impact. I mean, I think both defenses and uh, and Miles uh, Peacock says uh, Bengals big D energy. Hell yeah. I like the Bengals defense because they their in-game adjustments. Every game in the playoffs has been phenomenal. Even yep. all year long. Look at the two Chiefs games. Both Chiefs games, they shut their ass down in the second half. They shut their offense down. In the second half, both games. You know what I mean? That's one hell of a halftime adjustment there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if the ba- if the Rams come out, they better come out racking points up early on and fast because we've seen Matthew Stafford taper off this year. They go out, score three touchdowns in the first half, and do nothing in the second half, which is what they literally did against the Bucks. Yeah, and Patrick, uh, he's coming out here. And uh, what up, bro? He said Rams 41, Bengals 31. So he's projecting a real high-scoring game. And JC Money, kind of around you, 
20, 26 to 23, Bengals win. McPherson gets the 52 yarder walk off. He has the he has the three he has that three point game just like I do. Yeah. Well, I, I do too. I, I just have it a little bit higher score in 34 31. And I will say that the higher scoring game, like come on, you mean these defenses that got to the Super Bowl are just gonna be nine not Super Bowl defenses. I, I don't believe that. I'm not saying that. I'm just no, no, saying no. that. I'm bo- talking about the person oh. who put the comment, the 41 to 31. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, mean that. I mean, that's not too far away from me. I mean, I, I have 34, 31. I just know that how quick these teams can score. There's going to be a couple quick scores in there of where they just beat the coverage. Something Cooper Cup, you know, a 30 yarder, but someone blanks on the tackle or blanks on the interception, just gets taken to the house. A Jamar Chase or a uh, Higgins, something like uh, that. You just reminded me of blanking on an interception. <laughs> it could happen. Someone whiffing, you know. I, and I yeah. felt a little tart. My my. Sorry if my attitude got a little tart. That's not. That's not even. That wasn't even a whiff. Like that. That's like totally. Uh, it was I mean, a gift. It was, mean, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. There you go. It was a gift. It was in his fucking stomach. Uh, <laughs> and Peacock says McVeigh remembers every play he called in that Super Bowl loss. I bet I bet you he remembers every play he didn't call also because that's why I think it's going to be a higher scoring game from the Rams is when you have your first Super Bowl appearance and it comes in what his second year as a head coach, you can't score anything other than one field goal like you know that's been eaten away at him since 2018. I mean, okay, listen, I, I broke this down before. You want to know what happened there? It was the scout team. In the two weeks leading up to that Super Bowl, Rams vs. Patriots that year, in those two weeks, you had the scout team led by Brian Hoyer, who was playing the role of Jared Goff, watching all the fan, all the film, and all the tape on Jared Goff as possible. And and all the way, they don't leave no stone unturned. They even watched the the hard knock shit that they had. You know yeah. what I mean? Just everything that you could find on the Rams with Jared Goff, he was watching it, and he realized, damn. Sean McVay is in his ear, just like every coaching quarterback is. When the play clocks count down to a certain point, you got to cut off the communication. So he sees every time Jared Goff getting the play call from Sean McVay, the, the fucking shit cuts off. And, and, if, and if the defense switches their, their coverage or does anything, dummy Jared Goff will sticks with the play because he's not smart. You know what I mean? So they seen this and they were like, okay. We're going to show him in the Super Bowl. We're going to show him one look. Soon as that communication cuts off, switch everything up. And he did not know what the fuck to do. They couldn't make any adjustment because you can't be in the halftime and be like, all right, Jared Goff, we're going to teach you how to audible. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it just. And then 2019, they didn't make the playoffs, right? Yeah. Because everybody knew how to stop two years of Sean McVay's offense and it all happened on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl. Hey, it's a copycat league. That's why when even when he got came back to his, you know, running the ball ways in 2020 and they got back into the, the playoffs, it was still they were still willing to move on from Jared Goff. They had what's his name? Uh, John Walford was the starting QB. They named him in the divisional matchup. He gets hurt early in the game, boom, enter Jared Goff again. This was a playoff game. So when they brought in Stafford, it was like, that's why they were my my call, my pick to in the offseason. And I hate it that that was my pick to go all the way. 
And you were right. What up, Clark? Say what up, y'all. I expect a high-scoring game. Bet eight overs on prop bets. Yeah. So Clark was, Clark was in the Dream to Walk League with us. Shout out to Clark, man. Hey, man, I hope you win it, bro, because I just like I, – I mean, No, the one that's over. The one that's over already. Yeah, he was he was in the league. He was in the Dream to Walk League with us. Oh, I thought he made he bet overs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said yeah. he bet. No, I'm just telling you who he was. Yeah. yeah, he said he bet eight overs on prop bets. What's the last? Okay, so man, I'm trying to remember the last. Okay, I know the last couple Brady. Okay, the last. Damn, what did the what what hit last year? Under or over? Do you remember? Shit, I don't remember. I want to say it went under, bro. Well, he's just talking about the prop bet. I know. Not, I'm, not just, just, I'm just trying to look at history because I know the Niners. I know the, the the Niners and the Chiefs Super Bowl went under, and then the year before that, that uh, the Rams, the Rams and uh, Patriots that went under. Fun fact: I remember one of my boys. Shout out to my boy A One. He was hitting me. He was like, he was like, "What do you like here? The under or over?" And I was like, "Tom Brady has never went over in a game ever in his career." against Wade Phillips defenses that was like boom that shit hit so phenomenally anyways the year before that the 2017 year but that was uh that was the I mean, Eagles that- it was the Eagles and Patriots that went over yeah but all of a sudden I'm pretty sure it went over with against the Falcons if you didn't say course. that already but what's crazy about those ones is you needed five quarters to go over obviously then, then the other one, both offenses put up. There was like over a thousand yards of offense total in uh in that Super Bowl, the Patriots versus the Eagles. That's crazy. Yeah. We, that's very rare. And, and 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 the Patriots were one of the best defenses that year. They did not show up they, to give yep. up five hundred yards of offense. And same thing with the Eagles. The Eagles were one of the best defenses too. They were top five that year. Maybe outside of their cornerbacks being a little iffy, but it was like all of a sudden these teams can't play unless the referees are just like letting things go I, I don't know it was weird yeah these super bowls barely go over i, I mean but, but the ones we remember are the ones that did oh yeah you know what, I mean? what like, up songs a lot like the steelers cardinals does yeah. anybody does anybody remember the packers steelers uh super bowl not really no no because they went under but but everybody yeah. remembers the steelers cards it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm telling you, it's very rare that they go over. I'm just saying. Yeah. We've seen it before. We'll, we'll see. This guy, I mean, both good. Both teams have great defenses. Both teams have great offenses. I hope we see a high-scoring game. We'll see. I hope everyone and, wins and you can run For what it's worth, you can run on both these teams. They were no top-10 run defenses. Right. So that also takes air. You, when you take air out of the ball, you're taking time off the clock. All right, we got two more awards that we were going to talk about. And don't forget, for everyone who's uh, who doesn't know about the award show that we're doing, it's tomorrow at 4 p.m. East, uh, yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. I'm putting the link in the chat right now. Make sure you go set a reminder because we're talking about the awards from the NFL. You know, we're not going to be having any awards like that. Like we're they're a lot more creative. You know than those, um, but yeah, you guys got to come check it out. So the last two, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. It's someone that we talked about a lot. He's in the NFC West, so I'll give you that hint. 
Oh man, it's gotta be. Uh... Yeah, you can I, say the you could say the team first if you want to. I mean, it's gotta be. The, I know the Rams had somebody in the finals. I'm just trying to remember who it was. It was it, it was fucking Andrew Whitworth. See that one? I actually that one I knew the the four finalists because I there saw we go. I saw something about it. And where was it, Chase? It was earlier. He said it. I was, uh, and then we got off the rails. Well, we well we started talking about the Super Bowl. But he said, "Did anyone see Whitworth's uh, speech?" I I didn't see it. But uh, if you're still in here, Chase, let us know. It, it was good. It was a good I, speech. Um, I do know that um uh, this Dan, this dude does a lot of shit. He's been around for a long time, so it doesn't surprise me that he's got his hands in a lot of organizations. You know what I mean? But I know one is about youth, like the like kids' youth. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like you know like like, and and there's been a couple players in the leagues, in the league that have been through his camps. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's crazy. I mean, because he's that old now. He's well, yeah, he's, he's in in his four. He's either forty or he's in yeah. his forties already. But I know he's he's out of his thirties. I know that much. All right, now. The final award before we start talking about well, we already we already talked about the uh, the MVP. We already know that that's Aaron Rodgers. Spoiler alert: we knew that weeks ago before it actually happened. This is DraftKings award, and it's the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Player of the Year. Ooh, it's got to be Cooper Cup. Yeah, I was gonna no- say I was thinking maybe maybe it's Tom Brady, but I'm like he did have the two stinkers against. The Saints, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there is no stinkers with Cooper Cup this year. I've never seen that outside of the – oh, okay, I have. He had one this off – This was the CMC year for a receiver. Yeah. He had one off game where he got, like, 11 points, like, in a 1.0 PPR. That was his worst game. Well, what did he have, 62 yards or something like that, five catches? I, I think it was, like, 70-something. It was against the uh, – the what's it called? The, uh, the Cardinals. Mm, yeah, the first time around. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there we go. Chase said it's the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. And uh, he said toward the end, he talked about Derek Barnes from the Lions. He was a kid in Cincy, mentored by Whitworth way back in the day. And uh, this year he ran up to him after a game. That's dope. See? There it is. There's probably hella stories like that because, I mean, the dude's been around for a long time. Yeah. How long? How old is he? 40? So I, I, be- I believe he's 40. Let me double check that. Yeah. Cause when he got, when he got to the, the yeah, Rams, December twelfth, and uh, so he's turning forty one this year. That's right. Cause his birthday is like two days. At, his birthday is two days after Joe Burrow's. Cause, cause it's crazy because because of uh, so so Joe Burrow, because of his torn ACL and and the doctor he was seeing was in Cali, so his rehab was naturally in Cali. Right for the first couple months, and he hit up Andrew Whitworth because you know Whitworth, you know what I'm saying they just they were like, oh, hit up Whit, he's a hell of a dude. Yeah. Even, even though he was he been left the Bengals or traded away from the Bengals. Yeah. Right. Years before they even drafted Burrow, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like they're like damn their birthday twins, so they're like they're like homies as fuck. Yeah. It's crazy because now they're both in. The, there can only be one. You know <laughs> There can only be one, you know what I mean? Yep. You, you know, because I thought, you know, obviously it's Super Bowl week, so you hear all these cool little stories and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, for all sure. Little, little tie-ins and 
Hey, listen, man. I think like everybody is pussy to say that they want that they think that the, the Bengals could win this thing. Most people are just on the Rams, or they'll they'll address it like this. They'll say, "I think the Bengals are good here, but I'm gonna pick the Rams." Well, and I think I'm the same way. Well, I think the that the way, way I'm a little pussy is just to say I think the Bengals are outright take it, but because it's like, man, look at what money can buy you, bro. Yeah, they didn't buy a Super Bowl team. Yeah. And seeing sometimes that does, I mean, we've seen it flop. We've seen it work against uh, some of these teams as well. Any given Sunday. That's why we like it. And uh, I mean, if when it comes to people voting, if it's just like them not having to say anything or, you know, just like clicking a button, you know, if you're just clicking a box, one of two, everyone's going to be voting on the Bengals. But when it comes to like throwing down the money and all that, you know, Coming on video, saying what you actually think, mm-hmm. that's a different story. And I think a lot of people are just I, on the Ram side because of that. I always like to say what I'm actually, I always like to tell people what I'm doing because I'm not just jaw, I'm not just jaws and I'm actually putting money on it. So the one thing I did that I'm strong on is the Bengals to cover this thing. You yeah. Know I mean, obviously it can easily go awry, right? But that's yep. any given Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And whenever I can find something that supports, like some type of trend, like in this case, the Bengals have been covering machines. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just been covering that thing. I just tend to I just tend to roll that dice again. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's get into the last topic. JC Money's uh basketball show is gonna be starting real soon, so make sure you tap in there with him. I am number eight, JC Money. <laughs> Don't you forget it. <laughs> here we go. The 2022 NFL Hall of Fame class, we got Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Bryant Young, Cliff Branch, Art McNally, Art McNally, McNally, whatever, and Dick Vermeil. I only know two people on this list, Richard Seymour and Dick Vermeil. I don't know anybody else on this list. It's funny because the other guys, they all sound like football players like a motherfucker, though. Look, yeah. read, read that first name again. Tony Baselli. Tony Baselli. <laughs> Leroy Butler. Sounds like a football name than the motherfucker and Sam Mills or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know shit about none of them. I don't know. I don't know none of them. Here was the snubs, or at least the guys who, you know, could have potentially been the first ballot guys. And uh Peacock, there we go. Andre Johnson was one of them. Uh Devin Hester and then Demarcus Ware. Those were some of the big names. That didn't make it in. I think Andre Johnson has it the hardest to climb because there's still guys like, uh, I mean, what other receivers haven't made it? Does Keyshawn Johnson ever get in there? Because he got a Super Bowl and he had a couple that. I mean, there, there's still a bunch of motherfuckers like Andre Johnson will get in, though. I'll say he he will get in. Yeah. Event, I mean, you know what I mean? And Keyshawn Johnson is in the Hall of Fame. He is. And, uh, because that's yeah, I mean, playing for the playing for the Texans, you know, doesn't really help his case, and that's what sucks. Because like Hall of Fame, it is based on like where you play and like Super Bowls, you know, like it's not just based off of the individual well, okay, stats let's only. Let's break down some of these other guys that just got in there right now. They, they, they probably got in because they were quote unquote due, right? Yeah, they were due. They were probably like the last the last ladies. time. Yeah, like missing every time. This is probably like. They're probably like a 25 ballot. I don't know. They're like a seven ballot Hall of Fame waiting motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Every five. God damn it. So Tony Baselli, he's a tackle. Okay. And Eagles? 
the Jaguars and the Texans for his last year, but he only played in the league a handful of years. Um, but he was a pro bowler damn near every year. Mm. Three, okay. uh, three first team, all pros. See, sometimes that's an argument. See, I call that the, the, the Terrell Davis argument because Terrell Davis got in, but one thing that held him up for hella long, he had Super Bowls. He had, I think he's a Super Bowl MVP at one point. He, he, he got, he's all pros hella, hella much. But it was like he didn't play that long. You know what yeah. I mean? But sometimes I think the argument, is, that's why I call it the Terrell Davis argument. It's like if you were if you played for a short period of time, but and it was concentrated, but it was concentrated greatness. You know what I mean? Like you said, this guy was an all pro every year. Damn near. Damn near. What probably and not next what, what year. His last year. Uh it was it was more it was more in the beginning for oh. him. Well, I mean. He was there for, so let's see, 97 through 99, and he played 95 through 2002. Oh, well, okay. actually, so you know what? A, 99 through a, 2001. 2002 doesn't even count. He, he was, was a, he was part of the Tom Coughlin run to the AFC title. Yeah. No. They, they lost that game. And the, the, the Broncos, if I remember correctly. Okay. I, like, I think I was in eighth, I was in eighth grade. So what year was that? 98 or 97? Because they okay. the Jaguars were invented, invented. <laughs> they were invented in 1999, right? Or 1998. That was no. Well, season. I mean, well, Tony Baselli played. It says he played for the Jaguars in '95. So I must oh, have been okay. like so the first. Did I have that wrong? So, but but he was definitely there with with uh, Tom Coughlin then, because if he was there until '99, then yeah. And I wonder if they take uh, college into, uh, I mean, you know, into effect when it comes to voting, because just random motherfuckers voting. I mean, but, it's the Football Hall of Fame. I would imagine. I mean, I know they have. I mean, it's other, the NFL Hall of Fame. They, but, they have college Hall of Fames too. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, and so I mean, he only he played three years in college, and he was a the first team All American in and all. Three. When we're in Ohio, we gotta go. We, I mean, we gotta tear down the uh, the Hall of Fame. Like that's like. I really want to like, like tear that shit down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, so the next guy, so Leroy Butler played 10 years, all with the Green Bay Packers, 10 or 11 years. So he got the Super Bowl championship with them, 90 to 2001. Uh, first team all pro four times and four time pro bowler. Okay. So, oh, he got the one with Favre. Yeah. Almost a thousand tackles, 38 interceptions, 40 sacks. Dope. For a strong safety, yeah. thirty-eight interceptions. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. So that's it, but it, it's crazy too because it went like, you know, I mean, obviously you had some prolific passers back then, but like, you know, we're talking West Coast offense because the, the, yeah. the West Coast offense had already invaded the league. You know what I mean? Because the Niners in the eighties, and then then the branch out. Of Bill Walsh's coaching family tree, and you know you had you had uh what's his name Andy Reid over there with with the Packers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then Sam Mills, linebacker. So got a couple uh, a couple IDP guys going in. Uh, played with eighty one through ninety seven was his career, and played with the Browns with uh, the Eagles. Um, no, Phil, no, never mind. No, I, he went to the USFL, um, for a couple years and won two championships there. And then he came back and played for the Saints and the Panthers. 
<coughs> and I bet you <coughs> when Tom Brady, he's obviously him and Roethlisberger are obviously going to be, you know, a first ballot, right? <coughs> but I swear to God, Tom Brady don't like that he has to share that with with Big Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> he goes first. <laughs> Let's see. And he had uh shit, thirteen hundred tackles, twenty sacks, eleven interceptions. Thirteen hundred tackles. That's insane. I mean, he did play for what two decades, damn there. Yeah. Eighty one. Well, that was well, that was his NFL. So that wasn't uh, the whole like twenty years, but yeah, okay. still. And Richard Seymour, man. Yeah. Savage. Was uh was with the Patriots. I mean, started off with the Patriots. Uh, was there uh, 2001 through uh, 2008, and then with the Raiders from 09 to 12, got the three uh, championships, three mm-hmm. first team All Pro, two second team All Pros, seven Pro Bowls. He was defensive tackle. Beast. For those who don't know, beast. Yeah, he was the only one that I. I mean. The yeah. only player that I knew, I mean, Dick Vermeil. Well, because a- also, I mean, Dick Vermeil, we just know that name because of pop culture, too. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. He was well, well I mean, I, I know he was still coaching when we when we were already watching football, but it's not like he was like the head coach or anything. Like, Didn't he have a show? I don't know. I don't no know. idea. I, maybe, maybe, I, listen, it might be some multiverse shit that I'm, that I'm remembering. <laughs> I do a lot of mushrooms. I'm like, didn't Dick Vermeil have a reality show? <laughs> and uh, man, so we got a lot of defensive players. Bryant Young, he's another one here. Defensive tackle, played for the Niners from '94 to '07. Yep. And Super Bowl champ, comeback player of the year in '99. First team All Pro one time, three times. Second team All Pro, four Pro Bowls. You uh, rookie of the year. He was the other young. <laughs> He's in the 49ers Hall of Fame. Yep. All right. And let's see. Cliff Branch. Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Raiders. 72 to 86. Yeah, he was there with the <coughs> with the with Jake Plunkett. Is that his name? I mean, he was there when they got all of them. He was there for all three of their Super Bowls. Okay. Now I'm just trying to remember the quarterback's name. He was a left. Oh shit! I have no. I, I have he no was, fucking. Idea. He was left-handed. He was, <laughs> he was the Jake Plummet or Pl- uh, something. I don't know. Plummer. Yeah. I don't know. I'm fucking. Uh, I don't know Raiders. I don't know Raiders mythos. Um. Three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time first-team All-Pro, four Pro Bowls, and uh, and one hell of a model American. NFL receiving yards leader in '74, and then was the uh, receiving touchdown leader in two years, also, and uh, has the has a record for the longest receiving uh, <laughs> touchdown of 99 yards. <coughs> so what was it? A tap pass? <laughs> I no idea. <laughs> I mean, they were just on the one, you know, like that's. Really oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You said pass or you said reception. Yeah. Okay. And let's see. Art McNally. Who the, who the fuck was he? Didn't somebody, she, I think a rare, he was something with the, with the NFL. So this is like an NFL. Oh, like, <laughs> my bad. Check this out. When you said 99 yards, there's another one, but he was a rusher. 
and it was there's two of them from the Raiders, Bo Jackson, and then it was goddamn uh Tyler. Help me out here, Terrell Pryor. Yeah, as a quarterback for the Raiders, and he did that against the Chargers. I remember that long ass. Yep, yep. He ran that was 2013, the 2013 season. He ran that thing. 99. That was Hugh Jackson. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. All right. Well, we broke that all down. We're gonna get up out of here. And uh, Stu said uh, WWF 11 is week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, two. Well, a couple days after the Super Bowl. Really? What does that mean? They're coming out with a game? What's no, 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 no. The 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 hustler leagues. The hustler oh, leagues that we're doing. Eleven. Yeah. So hey, I'm in that right. Yeah, they're about to start. I'm, I'm just collecting the rest of the money. Um, I think, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be pretty close because, uh, yeah, we're 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 already pretty close. I think it might just be one or two more players. So I'm working on collecting all that money. This one, this one's exactly like seven. Yeah, exactly. Except it's WWF characters. So what we're gonna do? I'm gonna remind everyone we got to be live because we're doing the we're doing the Derby draft order where you pick your draft spot. So everyone's got to be paying attention to the live stream so hey, we can all pick cool. our spots. Hey, you know what? Uh Royal Rumble already happened. I was gonna say let's all pick a wrestler and see how long they fucking last in there. But that should that should already pass, huh? Yeah. What was that like a week ago? Uh, <laughs> yeah, a week or two. Two weeks. Yeah, ago. January. It always happens January. So it already yeah it been passed. Yeah. Song in the building. What up? What up? All right. I'm putting in the link for the mock draft. JC Money's got his show right now. We're going to be back for uh, with the mock draft in about an hour. It's going to be IDP only. So for everyone who's brand new to these Hustler Leagues, you're going to want to pay attention to this one. Make sure you take some notes because uh, it's going to be fun, and IDP is going to be super important for these leagues. All right. What else What else we got going that we got to shout out, Bogey on the way the award. The award show. Mid-day. Yeah, it's going down one o'clock West Coast time, four o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern. You feel me? Everybody tap in. You know what I mean? We got uh, we got all kind of different awards. Like we got the um, busting my load too fast award. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, yeah. guys, guys like DK Metcalf and um, who else did I have in that category? We, either way, we got all kind of. All kind of awards, very prestigious awards. Oh yeah, it's gonna was, be awesome. Yeah, so prestigious. I was trying to link with my barber so I could finally get cut up because like my nines have been out of it. You know what I mean? And I'm still rocking it like I'm like a like I want it like I want it back. <laughs> and Ronald said, "So hustler can't draft Allen Robinson. We cannot draft any offensive players in this one. So no, I cannot draft Allen Robinson." Or hey, you know what's hella funny is like Alan Robinson, like he's gonna end up somewhere. He's gonna be a guy. Oh yeah. 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 All right. We're out. We'll see you back here for the mock draft and we'll see you tomorrow for the award show. If you haven't went and voted, go vote right now. It's in the it's in the fantasy football advice group. It's in the featured posts, like right at the top. Go vote on all eleven categories. We're out. See you in an hour, and then we'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut.
all the stat quo. Finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.